The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A pretty cool story unfolded uh, on Twitter over the weekend. Besides the fireball on Saturday, this happened as well. It was about a man, an Edmonton man, that went fishing and, and discovered some dinosaur bones. Miles Curry joins us now. Hi, Miles. Hi, how you doing? I'm really fantastic. Thank you. So all of this started with a great day of fishing. Are you going to tell me where you were? <laughs> no, no. That's secret. It you is. Know, like I said, the, the fishing spot alone is good enough to keep the whole spot secret. <laughs> so uh, along the North Saskatchewan River? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere along the North Saskatchewan River. So tell Somewhere me, along, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, Parkland County, we'll say that. Parkland <laughs> County. Oh, okay. Interesting. So uh, you'd gone out finishing. You were finishing up and kind of, I think, walking back and, and you spotted something. Take us through that. Yeah, so walking back along a, a section and, you know, you get some steep banks on along the North Saskatchewan and was crossing a bit and there was some, some big sandstone rocks that come down uh, this cliff. So I was kind of climbing over top of them, and in between two of them, there was a you know something looking a little odd. There it was a it was a round, very curved shape with a white texture on the top. And so I got myself over those rocks, and there's a voice in the back of my head that said, "You know, go take another look at that. That might be something neat." So I picked it up, and I, I thought it was a full branch of petrified wood when I when I found it. You know, you find petrified wood all over the place in the North Saskatchewan, usually small bits. So I just thought I, I found a good one, but turns out it's, uh, it's a dinosaur bone. It was a little <laughs> bit more than that. So uh, you and how big how big of a piece? I know just over a foot long. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good like leg bone of a wow. dinosaur. If you can think about that, yeah. So you took it home, and you have a neighbor who uh, likes petrified <laughs> petrified wood. From what I was reading, you invited yeah. him over. Uh, you know, uh, what happened from there? Because it was it was him that thought, "Whoa, oh, this is a little odd." Yeah, it was one of those kind of one of those moments where someone just burst a little bubble here, and he said, "You know, this looks like a bone." And as soon as he said it, I said, "You know, like you're right." <laughs> like I, it just didn't even dawn on me as a possibility when I looked at it. It wasn't even my, you know, something that could happen. So we sent off an email to the Royal Terrell, and they confirmed it right away, saying that's a dinosaur bone. It's likely a duckbill dinosaur, a hadriosaur, I think it's yeah. called. And they wanted to come out and take a look at the site because, you know, the same formation that produces fossils in Drumheller extends all the way past Edmonton. And it's a little bit more uncommon around Edmonton because we don't have the same type of erosion in the Badlands, right? So it's it's fairly rare. They only show up for a little bit and they're gone. They get swept away or whatever yeah. like that. So they wanted to come out and check it out. So, so Miles, when you, um, when you emailed uh, the Royal Trail and they emailed you back and said, and it, it, it shows up and, you know, you got mail, right? Ding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got mail and you opened it up and you read this. What went through your mind? What was that feeling like? It, you know, like, I just, I still didn't believe it. Like, <laughs> like it, it takes a while for you to really process it. And I, I had to, you know, for me, learning about it and reading about it more and just putting it all in context is really what made it seem real for me. But, um, yeah, it, it's kind of unbelievable that that's just hanging out there in the North Saskatchewan, and, you know, one of the things that dawns on me is that there's probably dinosaur bones out there all around, but they they shut off the cliff so fast and they go into the river. It's really a thing about right place, right time, if you're going to find them. And, Miles, you're a nature lover. You're out there quite often, aren't you? Like, you're, you're yeah, out there yeah. enjoying, you know, as you said, you know, <laughs> fishing or whatever it is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so f- yeah. so this is really cool. So so when the when the folks from the museum said we want to come up and, and check this out, tell us about that day. What happened on that day? Yeah, I mean that it was a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> aside, aside from you know catching fish, it's as good of a day as you can have on the river. Uh, um, so yeah, so I met them. I, I took them out there and we we, we hiked along the bank. And, you know, they, they were great. You know, you could tell these are people who love their job and are very smart people. Mm-hmm. You know, they were answering all sorts of questions that I had about, you know, how does this happen? You know, how common is this? Different different facts. But uh, they were also interested in the North Saskatchewan. And from what I gathered, you know, they go all around the province, uh, finding different spots. But, you know, they get to new spots and they were kind of curious about how I found it. But we get out there and we're showing them the site and we're finding all sorts of little bones. So they kind of showed me these types of bones that I wouldn't have picked up when I was there. But what they kind of say is that this is likely a spot where a prehistoric river ran into the prehistoric North Saskatchewan, and these are all sorts of bones and all that sort of stuff that got sort of caught up in the sediment right as these two rivers met. And as the North Saskatchewan's eroding into this cliff, it's all sort of coming out. And and had you not been there that day, not pulled it out that day, probably would have been gone within the next couple of days. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. When we got back there, I went to show them the spot where I found it, and it was all full of mud. Really? So, you know, like, it, and when I, you know, when I found it, it was perfectly exposed. Like, just sitting there right on the dirt. I didn't have to, you know, dig in or, or really look at all. I just picked it up and... Hey, there it is. But yeah, a couple of days, even a couple of hours with all the rain we've been having, it could have been gone. So when you went back with uh, with the staff from the museum, you said, you know, they were showing you all sorts of different bones. Pretty amazing how quickly they can can spot it and probably tell you what wh- or what it belonged to. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's amazing. You know, they were they were the two of them really rifted off each other a lot. And, um, they could just pick up a you know we found one that was very pronounced like it had a really nice shape to it in a circle and they were tossing it around and sort of deduced what it was and it was an albertosaurus a toe bone sort of or a, an ankle <laughs> bone where the sort of the toes had touched it you know like that's amazing like i mean <laughs> i you know i did uh, anatomy in university and i had a hard enough time remembering all the bones <laughs> in the human body i these people know things that are millions of years old that's, that's remarkable well i think it's i think it's just pretty remarkable too that you know you 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 spent a nice day out there fishing you spotted this next thing you know you're out there with uh with it was staff from the museum and and you're thinking okay this is a one-off this is really really amazing and the next thing you know they're showing you a whole bunch of different things like it's like you know if if we had the education or if we knew what to look for um maybe we'd be spotting uh, more of these but you know what to look for now um how has that changed your fishing expeditions (laughs) (laughs) you know uh you know i think uh, you know people always joke about me going fishing on north saskatchewan without a boat um i walk along the bank so i say you know this is this is a one-up man (laughs) you know now we can find dinosaurs but you know i really think it goes to show that you know it's the North Saskatchewan between Edmonton and, you know, Nordic or Drayton Valley, all that area, like, it is it is remarkable. It, it's a real gem that we have. And I think that, you know, if, uh, the more people get out there, you know, there's lots of canoe rentals, there's yeah. places to do it. There, there, it, it. 
just get out there and take a look at it. It is an amazing spot. You know Who what? knows what you'll find. You know what? Yeah, exactly. And you know what, Miles? I was lucky enough to spend a day on the river, like in a, ri- in a, a, a yeah. riverboat speedboat um, last year, year, yeah, about a year and a bit ago, um, with people who are river experts and people who yeah. are, you know, this is this is their life. And when you see the river like up close and personal like from the water or from the banks and you have these people explaining the formations and the cliffs and how things have fallen in it is it is incredibly remarkable uh what we have going right through our province and right through our city so i have a question for you did you keep the bone yeah you know what i actually just heard back from the province just a little bit before the show and yeah i get to keep the bones they say for my display and education purposes so <laughs> yeah I get, I get to keep the bones so now the question is what what do i do what are you going to do with it right and what are you going to do yeah. with the collection now you know what to spot you'll have you'll have a whole big collection were you surprised at uh, when you shared this story on social media which is where i read it mm. um were you um surprised at the reaction it got yeah, you know, like, I, I knew it was an interesting story. I've been telling my friends and people who were pretty remarkable, you know, thinking it's an interesting thing, but just how fast it took off. I, I you know, I had to turn my phone off out of it because I, you know, needed to get into some fishing this weekend. <laughs> but yeah. it just, it just, you know, I think it really speaks to um, how much people want to spend time outside and, and the curiosity and they're really into it. And this, this gap that we have a bit in Edmonton where, People think that the river valley that's around us is exactly like what it's like in the city. You know, this is a remarkable story because people just don't think that this stuff can happen. But, you know, if we had better parks and all that sort of stuff, I I really don't think that this would be as remarkable. Like, we we basically have a slow-moving drum heller just just outside our city. And, you know, it's hard to access. But, uh, you know, the more people get out there and look for it, you know, these things, it's not as... You know, one-off as it maybe might seem at first class. You know, I've been lucky enough to do some work. I think it was with the with the uh, River Valley Alliance, and yeah. uh, you know, and and learning about because I kind of live in the Woodbend area, so yeah. uh, the Woodbend Big Island, all of that that's down in the river, I, and the his the history alone that's that's yeah. down there of of that area, especially uh, Big Island, and yeah. um, you know how things were moved back and forth from the downtown all the way from there many many years ago. But it just you know people have been pushing for a long time to have a better trail system put in place, have a better mm-hmm. uh, a, a better system in general put in place so people can access things a little bit more, exactly what you touched on. And it just kind of makes me think, gosh, wouldn't it be great if we uh, could afford to do that? Yeah, I, I really I really think that it's, you know, at Edmonton there's this idea that, you know, we need to drive four hours to Canmore or Jasper to get yeah. out into nature. But, you know, if we had a, a better system of, you know, provincial parks or natural areas between here and Drayton and then, you know, that whole big horn area, you know, controversial, but I think that if, <laughs> if we had that and we could work, do that work where we get people on board with this, yeah. um, we, we, we'd all benefit from, from that, you know, learning our natural history and, and having a, a more accessible place to get out there in nature. It's, it's, uh, it, it's something that as Edmontonians and people in this capital region or Edmonton region, we really need to sort of say, like, yeah, like we need a park system like that yeah. that's super close. We have this great gem out here. And 
you know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Hey, Miles, I want to thank you for sharing your story with us. And, uh, hey, if you ever need a fishing partner <laughs> <laughs> and you want to go back to that same spot, um, yeah. drop me a DM on Twitter, okay? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm I'll just... let you know when I find the rest of the skeleton. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you for this, Miles. Okay. Have All a good right. day. Take it easy now. Yeah, Miles Curry found a, a hadrosaur uh, bone in the River Valley. And we know that this has happened uh, to, to other people. Uh, in the region, and I think that it's just really cool. And you, when he uh, when he put the story up on 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 Twitter on the weekend, and just kind of went through it all. If you want to check it out, his Twitter account is at my L C U R. Uh, really interesting. David says, you know, Jay, back in 2013, my son was playing in a quarry in the south end of the city, and he found a large dinosaur egg. He still has it. Really, that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll take a break here, Janina. We'll get your phone call right after this. So Miles says on his uh, Twitter feed that um, the museum, the Royal Turtle, had asked them to uh, keep an eye out on the spot whenever he's out there fishing. So you better believe this is now his super secret fishing spot. He's going to be visiting a few more times a year than he normally would. Uh, and just uh, some of the texts coming in saying, you know, what, my kids absolutely believe that someday that they will find dinosaur bones in the River Valley. And this will, uh, this will uh, encourage them on Janina. Uh, hold on a second. Hi, Janina. How are Hello. you? Hello. Not bad. How are you? Good. Today? What's going on? Oh, no, just you're talking about the River Valley. Yeah. And I had to share a story. Both me and my husband, we kind of grew up in different neighborhoods, but in close proximity to the river. And as, as children, I mean, both of our fond memories were, you know, exploring the River Valley and all that. And this year, we finally decided to buy a raft, <laughs> like a cheap $400 raft. Yeah. Honest to God, it's the best investment ever. To, to go on the river and to, you know, stop at all the di- different little places you can stop with a raft. There's so much to explore. It's a gem. Really, we should be thankful for what we have. So, you know, Janine, I, I, I see people, you know, in their kayaks or in their, their little canoes or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Where do you put your raft in? Where do you get you out at? You know what? At? My husband's tape. Like, I haven't gone yet. <laughs> because I'm I'm, a, I'm not a swimmer, but any all my family's gone, and everybody said it's the best part of the summer. They would start at Tewilliger, and they'd go all the way to Gold Bar. Yep. And yep. it, you know, it took four, five hours. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and it was the best thing ever. He said it was just relaxing. You didn't have to worry. You just put your feet up, and it was the best time ever. And I mean, you can stop if you want. Um, have a picnic at, at the, there's different stops throughout the city. You can stop like at Kinsman, you yep. can stop at Dawson. It's just fabulous. It was the best money spent. And everybody who's gone said it was the best part of their summer just going down our river valley. And isn't that something else? Because uh, you said you grew up here in, in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. I've, I've lived here for 19 years now, moved here in December of 2000. And it wasn't until last summer, like a mm-hmm. year ago in August, that I was on the river for the very, very first time. Yep. And again, you're, you're, you nailed it. You nailed it, Janina. It's, a, it's just a huge experience and a great oh, experience. And, 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 I, and I'm going to try, even though I'm scared of water, I'm going to try. <laughs> Everybody's saying, Mom, you got to go. You got to go. My kids this thing gotta go it's not that deep it's not scary it's okay very relaxing just so. here's the deal since yeah. you can't swim mm-hmm. you make sure that you wear a life jacket right oh, no oh absolutely no we have life jackets that's one thing yeah they were stopped by the police there's police that actually um go up and down the river every day and well, they were stopped twice oh good you know just saying okay. checking to make sure and the police said good you guys have your you know your life jackets on and all that well pretty cool experience to give you, you the kids as well right like oh it's, it's fabulous yeah. fabulous no to, and, and, and even just to explore it's fabulous awesome you know what janine thanks for giving me a call appreciate it 
Thank you. Bye. Yeah, take care now, Janina. Give me a shout. 496-0063. Um, yeah. Anyway, love the story, and uh, and it is. It is pretty cool to get out there and explore on the river if you can. You know, Chris Sheets from our sister station down at Kissin Country's got a river boat, and we've been trying to make a plan for ages to get out uh, and uh, go on the river. But last year, a year ago in August, was the Admiral of the Sourdough River Race. And you guys remember when the sourdough, like 50, 60 years, was a huge event. And people would, you know, get all their rafts and they'd start and they'd go down there. Just be, you know, it was a huge party and a huge number of people would turn out. And again, it's it's um, it's diminished. You know, I think there was maybe, you know, 15 rafts that year. Um, but but the, the great folks at the sourdough are trying to, to, to build this back up again. So if you're interested, it might be something that you might want to uh, get in and be a part of. But boy, again... I just can't say it. It was just a, a, the coolest day to see the city from the river.